Hey, homegirls and homeboys, I'm Arielle. And I'm Amanda, and we're the Homicide Homegirls. Just two best friends discussing true crime cases that they can't stop obsessing over. If you're like us and your guilty pleasure is serial killer documentaries, whodunit mysteries, and procedural police shows, then you're in the right place. So buckle up, Buttercup, grab an adult beverage, and get ready, because on Wednesdays, we talk murder. Hey guys, welcome back. What's up? So, by the skin of my fucking teeth is this episode prepared. Yep. You know, the fact that I can procrastinate and still meet deadlines is, is why the you- reason mm-hmm. that I continue to procrastinate. Yeah, because of who you are as a person. It's not by choice, though. I, I mean... I know you've been busy this week. Slammed is not even the word. Right. Um just ate my first meal of the day and it is 10 o'clock yeah so that kind of sums up my yeah. entire week i've been having a grape juice for dinner grape every night juice <laughs> fruit salad <laughs> fruit salad dressing <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's what i tell myself to make it okay mm-hmm. fucking car did could you hear it like every time we pause and like you do editing can you hear it what the car like in the playback yeah but I don't know if I could edit it out, like, if it would edit it out, like... Whatever. We don't care. Look, also, y'all, if y'all, if y'all hear some trucks, some weird noises, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not are, in our normal recording area today. Yeah. We're, like, working on getting the, a podcast studio, so we'll see. And we use that term, working, very loosely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're in Ariel's sunroom. <laughs> this metal box. Yeah, her husband wanted the office tonight, which I have my own feelings about. He knew we were recording tonight. Yeah. Why don't you take your computer, shove it, go sit in the car with it. Go sit because it's not a laptop. I know it's not. It's a desktop. I don't give a shit. It looks like a whole refrigerator. Yeah. Anyways. A whole refrigerator. So if it sounds weird, I'm sorry. So yeah. today's intro is a little different because I don't have anything to talk about. You don't have anything to talk about? No, but Ariel does. Ariel's got some updates. insight, some updates um, on this on case. a few cases that we've been zeroed in on around here. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking wild cases, too. Uh, so Yeah. Um, so let me really quick look up when these people were arrested because I want to make sure I'm not lying to you. I know, like— Roughly. I know, like, the details— of yeah. the story, I just want to make sure that, like, it's, I'm not lying to you guys. So. so. Okay, so, um, I live in Ascension, um, Ascension Parish. Ascension County. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're special. We have parishes. Obviously. So, I live in Ascension Parish. One of our neighboring parishes is Livingston Parish. Meth capital of the world. Yeah, I was about to say, Livingston is, like, <sighs> the, that's, like, the butt of every joke. Like, yeah, really. Yeah. LP. So, there was a former living—well, he's a former now. He was when he got arrested. Yes. He was a Livingston Parish Sheriff's deputy, and his wife was a school teacher. Double red flag. Yeah. And they basically worked together and sexually abused children. They—when um, were they arrested? I cannot find it. Oh, 2019. Really? I feel like that was so much longer. But he had been under investigation for five years. No shit. Yes. You know what? I'm sorry. That's negligence on the department's fault or whoever was investigating. Because how many children were harmed while you were investigating him? And why did you let him keep being a cop? And she was a fucking teacher. Okay, so did I say their names? No. No, you didn't. So I'm going to front them out. I don't care. They're Pieces of shit. And when yeah. I tell you what I know, and so Dennis and Cynthia Perkins, Dennis was 45, 
Well, he is. He's forty five now, and Cynthia, his ex wife, is thirty six. They face one hundred and fifty felony charges. One five zero alleging rape. Rape, child, child porn, pornography, sexual, sexual battery. battery of a child, video voyeurism, and tainting pastries that children later ate at school. Consumed. Uh, so that, that right there is enough for me to not have children. Yeah. So that um, there was a video that that came about of him ejaculating into a bowl of batter, cake batter, cake batter, and then there's videos of his wife. Serving said serving those the cupcakes. cupcakes that were baked with that tainted batter to her I want to say she taught sixth grade students. If that was my child, uh, oh, I would burn that whole fucking school down. Right? Right? And the fact that he was under investigation for five years. Like, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's disgusting. Like, you could, what if he's infected with some type of sexually transmitted disease mm-hmm. and now he's, yeah. you have children consuming mm-hmm. that. Right. There was also videos of bestiality. I'm pretty sure. Is that the legal term? I think it's. I don't know what the I lead. think it's crimes against nature. Oh, the, yes. That sounds right. Okay. But it was like him and a dog. Like, whole new meaning to fuck anything that walks. But like that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, let me let me clear this up. They are... They were not married at the time of their arrest? No, they were. They had, like, just recently got married, I think. So, now it says ex-wife. Yes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, if, you know... She, like, divorced him, like, post-haste, like, quickly after they got arrested. I mean, that was real expedited, huh? Um, Yeah. I will, uh, I don't know. I will probably, oh, she had been married, they had been married for a little over a year when they were charged. Charged. Um, um, but he was under investigation for five years. Like, mm-hmm. that was, that, that wasn't a secret. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And maybe, and maybe he did take advantage of her career. Mm-hmm. So, um, they had seized a bunch of evidence, like computer hard drives and all kind of stuff. They had a hard drive that showed more than 60 images of sexual contact with a child under the age of 13. And some of those pictures looked like they had been taken with, like, hidden cameras. Oh, no. Which is, like, even worse because you're already being, like, violated. And then to find out later that there's video evidence of it, like... Let me tell you that. That's one thing I don't want to ever want to see myself mm-hmm. doing that. Consensually. Oh, was, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, no. sorry. It was pedophores. Oh, what? Yeah, it was pedophores. Photos of a, of a man believed to be Dennis Perkins contaminating pedophore pastries with a bodily fluid. And then they found pictures of juveniles at school eating. But, I mean, it was pedophores. But, yeah. Yeah. 150. Mingling harmful, mingling, mingling harmful substances. That's what it's. he's charged with for that. Mingling harmful substances. Pedophore, pedophile. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, they requested to, um, I think they separated their trials. Yes. So and I they pulled up the a Supreme thing. It's in Louisiana. Court. Supreme Court denied to the request to combine mm-hmm. the trials for Dennis and Cynthia. Um, well, but I think the reason that Cynthia's lawyers wanted to separate it, separate it is because— Because she's going to point the finger at him. Exactly. Well, and that's why she's divorced him so quickly. She said she was afraid of him and— Oh, I'm so fucking sure. Right. Um, and, and yeah, but when it comes out that mm-hmm. some of his victims were her fucking students— Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's true, but, I mean, the likeliness— yeah. 150 felony counts. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And he was a fucking sworn officer. I'm pretty sure he was on the SWAT team. Um, yep. Former SWAT team yep. commander. Yes. Yes. Oh, and then um, this is a recent development. January 18th, 2022. <sighs> Let's see. November 2019 is when they got arrested. So we're going on two years. No. Yeah. Yes. Three. 2019, 2019. Said, so it's, it's late. Oh, it's I can't three. math. Um, hmm. 
there are one or two digital storage devices missing. Where did they go missing from? I don't know. Um, Chris Nakamoto said we think at least two drive. Oh no, I'm sorry, not Chris. This one says hard drives missing from home. But I feel like if they knew they were there, they should have been collected and submitted. Ambo said so. Ambo, um, Jared Ambo is Dennis Perkins' attorney. Um, Apparently, he said investigators, quote, took possession of numerous hard drives in the Perkins home in a safe that my client had. Those hard drives are now missing. Originally, he said the AG's office told him they had turned over the evidence to the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. They don't know where it is either. It's lost. When I confronted them out of it, they said they must have given it to the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. Now they made the statement. We left it at the house. We have possession of the home and have had it since the beginning, and they are not here. Why would you leave that at the house? Something ain't that's right. That's bullshit. That's so. F- that's such fucking bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, um, his uh, he's fucking his dude. trial is set for I want to say May. So I will likely cover this case once um it's all said and done. Um. That might be, like, a major trigger warning episode. Yeah, May 9th. Oh, day after my birthday. Day after Mother's Day, May 9th, 2022. Your birthday's on Mother's Day this year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but his—so his mistress, Dennis Perkins's mistress— um, What is her name? I just looked her up. Hang on. Um, Ariel mentioned prior to us recording that um, his mistress mm-hmm. just went to trial. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Okay, that. so uh, Melanie Curtin, Kirk, uh, Curtin, I don't know how you say that, Curtin. Anyway, she just went to trial in December, and she was found guilty of aggravated rape and video voyeurism. Aggravated rape. Just carries, the one rape. Yeah, just the one rape. Aggravated rape cat. It was like a 2014 incident, I guess, with him. Um, oh, she, he might have been. Yeah, so it might have been a previous well, acquaintance. Well, if he got if he got arrested in 2019, it was a five-year sting operation. No, but I'm saying you're saying mistress. It could have been a former Yeah, well, they, they called her mistress. Yeah, the, so, so um, this is my thing with, oh, oh yeah, yes. touch on the evidence part. Yeah, um, so she was found guilty, and— um, apparently there is a 17-minute video of the assault that the jury watched in its entirety. And so, I told Amanda, I was like, are they going to pay for these people's therapy? Like, that is horrible. So I've, and I talked about this before, um, I think it was the Carla... Hamolka? Ken and Barbie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, today's the two-year anniversary of that episode, by the way. Oh, shit. When we're recording. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I've touched, I've mentioned this before, especially I remember in that episode when you mentioned the transcript, Mm -hmm. was it? And how I am extremely desensitized Mm -hmm. to specific details. So, um, of of anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've read police reports of, you know, child rape cases and, you know, in my tenure at the sheriff's department. So, I am a very visual person Uh in everything that I do, learning. um, In order for me to remember things, I have to see them. That's Uh just how my brain's wired. So reading police reports Uh makes you, at least me, because that's how I learned. But, like, you can imagine. Uh Like you draw a picture in your head. Exactly. Uh So seeing it. You can't unsee that. No, Right. And, like. I like I, we've talked about this before. I'm the person that I'm gonna go seek out crime scene photos. Yeah. Not because I'm morbid, because I am visual. I want to see like yeah. where things were, like especially like in the Michelle O'Connell case, like where right. the gun was. Yeah, like, want to see sure. all that. But I don't know if I could watch a tape of a woman being raped. And this brings me to my point of maybe it's a conspiracy theory, but. Somebody that I was previously acquainted mm-hmm. with um, was arrested. What was this? April last year. Mm-hmm. Um, of such relevant crimes. Yeah. Um, Similar to what we're talking. Correct about. and um, 
the thing is with a lot of times with child sex crimes in at least in Louisiana I can speak for the attorney general's office uh-huh. uh, Jeff Landry he his office coordinates that it's the the Center for Exploited and Missing Children. Uh, it's like a task force. So. Oh, I didn't realize that was under the AG. Got it. So they have task force officers who uh, almost, what is that show? Um, where they like try to, they pose as predators. Oh, like undercover? Yeah, like they pose as predators and mm-hmm. like, you know. Get Catch them. a predator. Yeah, so. Yeah. My thing is, if they're fishing, I don't know is the word, mm-hmm. you know, trying to set these people up, it's like, are, are the, I mean, they probably can't because that would be a crime too. But my thing is, the people who, who, who made these tapes, you know, it's like, are they mm-hmm. distributing them too? Oh, yeah. It's almost like a call me crazy, a conspiracy theory, like, you know, like, for instance, them displaying, like, showing that 17-minute video in court is, I know it's part of the trial, but it's it's no better than true somebody, a, a predator watching it. Right. I mean, did they have to show the whole 17 minutes of it? I mean, would audio have suffice? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, right. like, it's like you got to stop it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the more eyes that see it, the, the more that person or that child mm-hmm. is victimized. So mm-hmm. is I it— I think it was an adult woman in that one. I mean, regardless of— Right, but it's but like— But still, yeah. I get the process, but, like, make it stop. Like, why did you have to show the court? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I, he goes to trial in May. I don't know when her trial is because they separated him. Let me see. She's going to turn on him. She's going to flip like a damn pancake. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, well, that's why she filed for divorce, like, expeditiously, because she wanted to. Expeditiously. I love it. Mm-hmm. Because she, because, um, you know, she, she wanted, and she said she was scared of him. Yeah, I bet. You're only scared because you got arrested. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Anyways, this is just us doing research on the fly. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to kind of talk about, like, some current events. I know there was a couple other things that— Right. Other um, cases we wanted to touch on, but— So, literally, true. in Ascension Parish, like, I think where they where this happened was, like, five or ten minutes from me, give or take— this was uh, last Friday. The first? No. No, the first was Tuesday. So the 28th. 28th. Um, some people found this abandoned truck on this, like, back road, dead-end road, found this abandoned truck, and they were apparently digging through it for, like, valuables, and they found a Rubbermaid container and opened it up, and there was a woman's body inside of it. So well, they called the cops, obviously, and it turns for out. For one, I mean, great. They probably should have taken the rubber meat. Don't listen to me. Um, well, I'm right. just saying, like, there's registration on that vehicle. Like, that's going to lead to something. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it was abandoned. Doesn't matter. There's a VIN number. True. If they took the license plate, you can still run it. So um, they ID'd her. Her name is, um, where is it? Crystal Scott. Crystal Scott. How old was she? Did they say? 36? Maybe? Crystal Scott. 24. Oh, God. I was way off. Yeah. 24-year-old. Um. Yeah. In a pickup truck. Um, they weren't sure how long her body was in there. Um, but it just came out that her, well, they her body showed no signs of trauma. And I think from the jump, um, Sheriff Bobby Weber in Ascension, um, he speculated that it was probably like an o- overdose gone wrong mm-hmm. because which you know, happens quite often. Yeah, because like there was no um, signs of trauma to her yeah. body. She was and just you wouldn't in just get the container. You wouldn't just yeah. If you had a heart attack. I mean. Right. So um, I mean, besides like a child, like what person just willingly gets in a tote? You know. 
Right. So, anyway, um, it just came back that um, her body, she had fentanyl in her system. But it, I think it said they didn't know how much. They didn't know how much or if that was what she OD'd on. So, and they questioned, like, I think four people mm-hmm. um, who lived at the residence where the pickup truck was found. Okay. Or a residence near. Yeah. Um, so, they were looking at three persons of interest, one of them being her ex so it was um, always the ex. I'm just kidding. Huh? It's always the it's ex. always yeah. I mean, I have a sticker on my computer that says the husband did it. So um so yeah. I don't know. I think they. I think I had read that they were ruling it an accident, like an accidental overdose. But like, how shitty is that? Like you yeah, just, but there. I, I mean, there's the difference between accidental accidental overdose and then disposing of a body improperly. Yeah. That's, That's terrible. Negligent. Yeah. I'm assuming they were all doing drugs together. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, like, that's why they didn't want to call. So what we're going to take away from this lesson is don't do drugs. Yeah. So yeah. diving in today's, into yeah. today's episode. So that was a quick little 20-minute yeah, Louisiana psychopathic true unmedicated update. <laughs> wine, um, wine-fueled yeah, rants. Grape juice. Grape juice. Um, so I am piggybacking off of my last episode, When Divorce Turns Deadly, where I touched on, um, mm-hmm. Amy Bear killing her children, Camille and Braxton Bear out of, re- uh, revenge. Yes. And then, um, also John Metaglia, who killed Faith mm-hmm. and Liberty, his two daughters, and was- Piece of shit. Lethally injected. Yes. Um, so this is part two. Um, Ariel's really gonna fucking hate me, um, specifically on the second case, but probably the first one too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as so much, but definitely the second case. So the first, um, I don't know if you've heard of any of these. They're both international cases, um, Ooh. so not in the United States at all. Where? Um, the first one was in England. Oh, across the pond. And the second one was in Australia. Noise. Yeah. Noise. Moist. Mate. I cannot do accents, but <laughs> let me have a little bit more wine, and I'm going to yeah. start talking like Paul and Ringo. From I just want to let y'all know that Beatles. collectively, Ariel and I are drinking one whole bottle of wine. <laughs> not straight out the bottle, but, you know. We're not that cups. trashy. Just like a little trashy. Yeah. Anyway. Classy. Class, yeah. Classily trashy. Anyway, so the first case is the murders of Davina and Jasmine Kumari Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, when no, I was— is it children? Well, yeah, it's fifth side. But trigger warning. Yeah. But um I this name has come up a couple times when I've done some research. So mm. like I thought it was maybe a more popular case. That's why I didn't know if you knew about it. Mm-mm. That's a that's a shock that I don't. Yeah. Which uh like getting resources and like info on these cases was a little difficult. So maybe because uh, it's not here. Yeah, maybe because it's not United States. Mm-hmm. I had to like really dig but look at you so yeah no i was exhausted <laughs> so reka kumari baker and david baker were married for two decades which i found at the very last minute of my research i didn't have anything Dang. on these people so i'm glad i found that they were married um, for that long good god right and so they lived in cambridgeshire england mm-hmm. um they were the parents of davina and jasmine kumari baker um the couple had split in 05 so I think at the time of her, of the crime, she was 41. She was born in 68, and then David was 45. So he's so he probably born in 64. Mm-hmm. Um, so they split in 2005, and they both entered new relationships. Um, however, Reka couldn't stand to see her ex-husband happy with his new partner. Mm. Um, Reka absolutely hated seeing her daughter's form a relationship with David's new girlfriend. I think her name was Katie. Mm. Something like that. Um, so in 2007, Reka was met with more heartbreak after she and future businessman Jeff Powell broke up. Um, mm. Seeing David happily in love made her her recent breakup with mm-hmm. Jeff even harder to handle. Right. Um, so following that breakup with Jeff, Reka lost her job as a waitress. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned it in, in here, but um, 
I said future businessman. Jeff Powell was a furniture businessman. <laughs> future. Future. V- visual. There I go. Mm-hmm. And then David was a businessman, but I, he was successful. I just don't know what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so on June 13th, 2007, Reka had taken her girls on a shopping trip to the Lakeside Center in Essex. Mm-hmm. Davina and her mother. So Davina was the older sister. Um, she and Reka were always butting heads. Mm-hmm. How um, old were they at this point? 16 and 13. Oh. Um, so that day, Davina was at her father's because they were always butting heads. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know that. Did she, like, pick them up from her dad's to take them to the mall? or? So I'll get there. So okay. I don't know that—I don't think he had custody of both girls, but— But when you're that age, you can kind of almost yeah. decide Yeah, and so um, it's unclear if Jasmine was also at the father's, like if it was just Davina or both. But they both went to, they went to the mall with their mom? They both went shopping. Oh, okay. So— it was said that in an attempt to lure one or both daughters from the father's house, Reka offered the shopping spree. Mm. Now. And then they went home with her? So, yes. They went to her house after. They, they were tired. Like, she. Yeah, you walk around a mall all day. Yeah, I hate shopping. I hate shopping. Um, so, later on. So let's see. That was that was probably the twelfth of June. So mm-hmm. the thirteenth in the very early early morning hours around two thirty. Sixteen um, year old Davina and thirteen year old Jasmine were asleep in their beds when their mother stabbed them a total of sixty nine times. What the? Um, the knives used to slay the teenagers were purchased two days earlier by their mother specifically to carry out the murders. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was—they listed at ASDA. I don't know if that's some kind of chain store, but they're like, yeah, they, she bought them on the 11th from ASDA. Like, yeah. I like, if that's like a Walmart or something out there. Like, pure premeditation. Oh, my God. Yeah. After the slayings— Reka got dressed and went out twice before phoning her friend. I think her name was like Natalie or Natalia, who happened to be a law enforcement officer, admitting I have done something terrible. Mm. Um, during the trial, uh, Dr. David Tose um, told jurors, he was a general practitioner. Mm-hmm. He told the jurors that on June 11th, so two days prior, mm-hmm. Um, he saw Reka and Jasmine, mm-hmm. like, in the office. Um, he stated Jasmine had been struggling with a persistent cough, mm-hmm. and he explained that Jasmine was lighthearted and laughing and giggling, and there was no evidence of any tension between the two, the mother and the daughter, at all. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned that Reka, the mother, seemed fine and was also having a lighthearted conversation. Hmm. Hmm. Um, the appointment wrapped up around 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the day that the doctor saw them was the day she bought the knives. So, so the 11th. Yes. Yeah, so, so she had already bought the knives at that point. When I mean, she went maybe, to the doctor or I mean, after. She got out at 5 p.m. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, did she go out after? Did she do it while they. Let me see. Were the kids with her when she bought the knives? Like, Right. You know? Um, let's see. June 11th, 2007. Mm-hmm. Let's go back a decade and a half. Oh, too far. I refuse to believe 2007 was that long ago. <laughs> Bitch, we've been almost out of school for 15 years. That's depressing. Don't talk to me. Um, June 11th was a Monday. Uh, mm. So they weren't in... I mean, it was the summertime. I don't no, know yeah, how they school works school. over there, but... Hmm. Um, but right, like, did she, did she get the knives before the doctor's appointment? Did she, like, draw her? I have so many questions. So many questions. Also, why did you have to buy knives? Like, was it special not? I don't. Right. Like, you have knives in your house, usually. Although, 
on my last episode, on the Cassie Stoddard episode, they bought knives for that crime, too, so. So ASDA is a supermarket company. Hmm. Um, they have online food shopping, clothes, home. Just like a Walmart. I don't, it may be more like a JCPenney, Macy's type. Mm. Or like a Target. Maybe. A Let's not target. compare them to Walmart. They're the Target. So, during the trial, the prosecution alleged that Rekha butchered her daughters in a bid to destroy the happiness Mm -hmm. of her ex-husband. But, like— That's insane to me. They—I think they divorced in—I read 03 and I read 05. But Mm -hmm. either way, two or four years Mm -hmm. is still a long time to be holding on to that shit. So in a note, which I don't know why they divorced, mm-hmm. because they were together t- 20, 20 fucking years. Well, my in-laws were too. They were together for 18 years. Well, they were married for 18 years when they got divorced. That's crazy. Yeah. But he was sleeping with a neighbor. Oh, my God. And my mother-in-law's best friend. Shout out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Why didn't you say shout out? Because <laughs> what if they listen? <laughs> oh, because what if they're listening? <laughs> yeah. We don't talk to them, so. They might listen to you, though. I got a few fans. I got a few fans that fucking listen to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My mother-in-law might listen, but we like her, so. She made out better anyway. But yeah, her best friend. That she had a magic tattoo with. Oh, my God. I I didn't know that part. You didn't know that? fucking insane. <laughs> Just know that I'm going to say this in front of all of these listeners that I will never. What? Get a match and tattoo with you and then turn around and sleep with your husband. So. I have to ask her if it's in the same spot. Anyways. Anyway. Sorry. In a note. If you're <laughs> in a note left at the scene of the murders, Reka said her children would, quote, not be a burden to anyone anymore, end quote. But who said they were a burden? So, I'm going to touch on this in a... No, I'm just going to touch on it now. Okay. Um, After the murders happened, like, people questioned doctors, teachers, counselors, and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, were there any signs that something was wrong? um, They said that sometimes Rekha had a bit of erratic behavior. Um, Like, undiagnosed mental health stuff? Kind of. Mm -hmm. But, like, there had never... So, like... I think that same doctor said, like, you know, was there some—he said that he would have never mm. had any indication. Like— Some people hide it well. They question, like, a, a mixed something, something mixed. <sighs> Let me find it. But um, anyways, they were saying um, that there was, a like, a counselor— Mm-hmm. parent conference or something of the sort at the school and I don't know exactly what Davina did or didn't do mm-hmm. to cause that meeting mm-hmm. but there was a moment where and this was years prior mm-hmm. like maybe three-ish mm-hmm. um, there was in the meeting she Reka, the mother, told Davina in front of said counselor, teacher, principal, whoever it was, I wish you were dead. Jesus. Because of her behavior, actions, whatever. But yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they there was a lot of like questioning whether like somebody should have caught it. No shit. Um if I said that to my child in front of a counselor at her school, yeah. Or anyone, they would take her from me. I would never say that, but still. Yeah. So there what was. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> yeah. um, but they were saying that she maybe had like, um, not like high functioning. Like multiple personality? No, it was like um, depressive disorder. Oh, yeah. Major um, depressive common disorder. disorder. Um, common? She actually. Uh, she confessed to manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she pled to manslaughter? Due to ab- abnormality of the mind. Which Insanity? is. Yeah, yeah. Equivalent. I mean, it's not this country, so yeah. it, it's probably worded a little differently. Oh, I can't wait to see her sentence. Oh, you'll love it. 
um, meant that her responsibility for the killing was not diminished. Was um, not diminished? Correct. Oh. Mixed anxiety. That's what oh, it is. Okay. Mixed anxiety depression disorder, mm. which I've never heard before. Kind of, they, they just kind of pair it together in the states. Right. Um, I'm going to say, we got that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't know it was mixed. Mm. I didn't know it was mentally ill AF. Yeah. Um, Aren't we all, though? Just a sprinkle. A um, crumb of mental illness. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, anyways. Let's see. I just, who who said they were a burden? Like, are you the only person that said they were a burden? Like, what did their dad think? Like, I don't. No, I don't think, like, the dad had any any problems yeah. with them. Um, I think it was just Reka and Davina. I don't. I didn't read that Jasmine, like she yeah. had the same issues with Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was um, saying today, both my kids are, they're both like me, but in different ways. Yeah, it's In all it's of the so worst wicked. traits. In hmm? all of like the worst traits that I have, they each inherited them. But I in don't know. Different that ways. little one. <laughs> That little one's a gangster. Let me tell you what. Earlier, I gave her a tiny taco, and she ate the middle of it. And it just dry humped my soul. Dry <laughs> humped Like, I said, you oh. are going to be a psychopath. No, like, she bit into, like, the part where it folds. Yes. Yes. She asks to sleep with socks on <laughs> every single night. That's because you have an Arctic as fuck in here. This is true. So... Back to the note, she, you know, said her children wouldn't be a burden anymore. Oh, wait, she wrote a note. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Sorry. Um, in I the, thought she said that at trial. Never mind. No, so in that note, she also referred back to the end of her marriage with David and her recent recent breakup with Jeff, stating, quote, I didn't want them to get hurt like I did. Jeff hurt me so much, I cannot explain, end quote. So you killed him? Yeah. That's, whatever. That's that doesn't like, make any fucking no. sense. So, like I said, she admitted to manslaughter and complained of suffering from depression. However, it only took the jury 35 minutes to reach a unanimous verdict of guilty on two counts of murder. I'm surprised it took that long. Um, They're not fucking around over there. Mm -mm. So, Rega Kumari Baker was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum sentence of 33 years. Mm. Her earliest possible release date Mm -hmm. wouldn't be until 2040. Which is when she'd be 72 years old. At that point, why even let her out? Right. And I mean... Like, what is she going to do? Where is she going to go? She's going to be living on the streets. And, like, I also read, like, while they were reading the verdict, like, she was, like, barely blinking. Like, I mean... Like, catatonic almost? Yeah, I guess. Like, she... Just, like, disassociated almost? Like, emotionless, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. You... Slaughtered your children. I can't even mm-mm. while they were sleeping, defenseless. Now sixty-nine times. I th- I, that is insane. I read sixty-nine, and then I read once was thirty-nine, and the other was twenty-seven, which mm-hmm. is like sixty-six. Or of course you picked what? Of course you picked that the number that you did. What? You picked sixty-nine. To use. No, I didn't pick sixty-nine. <laughs> I, you fucking perv. <laughs> Uh, no, I read 69. This one is strong as fuck. Bitch, no, it's not. Um, so Hashtag in, lightweight. Yeah. Or y'all get drunk off of one truly. Fuck you. I wish I was a cheap drunk. Um, in a victim impact statement, the girl's father, David, said, quote, Part of my heart was taken when they died, and I long for the day when we shall be reunited. Aww. Time has passed since their death, but... My sense of loss and pain has eased a little. I was robbed of my daughters by an act of calculated viciousness by a woman who, having given them to li- giving life to them, in her vindictive mind, believed she also had the right to take that life from them. She will now pay the price for this. End quote. Yeah. Wow. So, um, Reka was originally from India, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. I saw that. I looked up the picture of her. Yeah. David's like pure white man. So, yeah. From England, I assume. But um, did you just say a pure white man? I mean, he looks yeah. like a, your typical white man. He, but, yeah. 
Dang. I just, ugh. I can't even fathom, like, and killing for your what? kids. Like, like, for what? Like, heartbreak? Yeah. Is that, like, what what it came down she to? She said that she didn't want them to feel what she felt. Well, now they don't feel anything because you killed them. Yeah. But you wanted them to feel you stabbing them? Like, I don't. I don't know because, like, she said, like, the whole, uh, she didn't want them to be heartbroken, blah, blah, right. blah. But she was very jealous of mm-hmm. seeing, maybe maybe not jealous, maybe envious. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, I don't know. She yeah. didn't like to see David happy and bitter. wanted to wreak havoc mm-hmm. on his happiness. That's so sad. Which makes me think that he left. You know, I know mm-hmm. you said, like, you couldn't find, like, why they got divorced. Yeah, but. I mean, maybe it had to do with her mental state. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. But I did read that Davina mm-hmm. was the first one that was attacked. The one she had issues with. Mm-hmm. The older one and the one that was stabbed more times. Mm-hmm. Um, she was found on the side of, like, kneeling on the side of the bed. So, like, they so, think like, that sh- she tried to, to defend herself. What about the younger one? Mm-mm. She was just in the bed? Yeah. Which is crazy to me that she didn't wake up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sad. 16 and 13. Fucking. Just I mean, that was half of our lives ago. Like, you understand that? Yeah. Like, think of how much we how much accomplished. I've done yeah, in, in, in half of our lives. I know. Like, they were still in, one of them probably wasn't even in high school yet. Right. Fuck you. It'd be your own motherfucking people. Yes. <laughs> so. Hmm. On to the next one that you're really going to fucking hate me. You really are going to fucking hate me. No, no. Okay. And you're going to know when. Just, okay. Just so that. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So the next case is Savannah in Indiana, Mejio. Hmm. That's a pretty last name. Um, Charles Mejio was born in Tanzania. Did I say that right? Tanzania? No. It's Tanzania. I'll look it up. Where's my phone? I'm pretty sure it's Tanzania. I'm <laughs> Google's about to... Uh, a bitch, if it is, I'm about to re-record that whole, <laughs> that whole sentence. No, I'm going to leave it in there. Tanzania? Hang on. It's in Africa. Yeah. Tanzania. Wow. Once again, this is not a geography podcast. (laughs) Or an English podcast, so we mispronounce shit. Tanzania. God, my whole life is a lie. Anyways. (laughs) What? Fuck my life. Um, So after meeting a woman named Amelia Price in... Tanzania. (laughs) I love you so much. I quit this podcast. I quit? (laughs) Just throws it. Would you like my resignation letter? Throws the headphones down. Yeah, y'all don't want to hear me just talking to myself, so. Tanzania. <laughs> Tanzania. I feel like that's trying too hard. Tanzania. I like Tanzania better. I know, like Tasmanian devil. Right. Whatever, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 Anyways, he met a woman named Amelia Price in China. Time out. I just snorted full on in the mic. Okay. Amelia Price he yeah. met in China. Mm-hmm. He married her. Okay. He after that he became a permanent resident of Australia. So I think they're That's both like three totally yeah. different places. Menage okay. trois. <laughs> what? <laughs> three? Yeah. Um, I think they were both Did you working. Just count in French. No, you don't know what a menage trois. Oh, yeah, I thought you said un deux trois, <laughs> not a menage. I've redeemed myself. <laughs> this podcast is off the fucking rails. So I think they were both working in China when they mm-hmm. met. And then she oh, okay. was from, not Tanzania, Aust- Australia. Australia. Oh, so she was from. Yeah. Gotcha. When did they, do you know? when they uh-uh. Oh, okay. The two had two daughters, Savannah and Indiana. They were a year apart. Aw. The God. couple separated in 2011 with their divorce being finalized the following year. During the divorce, the couple had disputed the living arrangements for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, they attempted dispute resolution and completed mediation in order to reach an agreement regarding the care and living situations. Um, 
the relationship between the two parents had a lack of harmony. So huh. you could imagine. Um, you, you have to like put you, that shit. Yeah, like yeah. you don't have to like each other, but you need to be civil for the sake of your kids. Period. Hard gulp on that one. <laughs> um. So Charles had displayed animosity towards Amelia. He even made threats. Oh, fuck no. Um, he was extremely dissatisfied with the parenting arrangements. However, he did get to spend time with them mm-hmm. um, at his home, including overnight visits. So I guess she was the primary yeah. like custodial parent. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Standard. typical yeah. for like the mom, you know, unless she's like a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And I'm not saying she was. I'm yeah. just saying like. So Savannah and Indiana were described as, quote, two of the happiest girls who are best friends with unforgettably curly hair and infectious smiles, end quote. How old were they? Three and four. When they died? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm out. They were affectionate, considerate, polite, and both had a sense of humor. They always dressed the same and were often mistaken for identical twins. So on April 19th, 2014, Charles informed Amelia that he wanted to relinquish his rights as a father, put an end to all the back and forth fighting between the two, and asked for a goodbye visit with the girls. Oh, God. He told her he just wanted to see them one last time. The following day, he went out to shop for white dresses and formal shoes for the girls. On April 20th, the next day, which happened to be Easter Sunday, around 2 p.m., Amelia dropped the girls off to Charles. Um, I read that he was staying in a self-contained unit at the back of her house. Don't know who her is. I don't know if it's Amelia's mom, which is really fucking weird to me. Um, Also, don't know what a self-contained unit is at the back of somebody's house. Is that a shed? Is it a trailer? Outhouse? I don't know. I I think it's... Sounds like a like a trailer to me, like something that's like has like running water, electricity, kitchen, bathroom, everything you would need like to live. Great, a shed. <laughs> no, like it's just really like a trailer. Self-contained. Is it a jail cell? Like, what? is it a jail? <laughs> I, I just. I mean, it's a. It happened in Australia, so like uh-huh. they word things a lot differently than we True. do. So I wasn't really sure what the fuck that meant. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, so he dropped, she dropped the girls off around two, Mm -hmm. um, within an hour of the girls arriving at his house, he bathed his two daughters, dressed them in white dresses. Um, the girls began dancing to let it go from the Disney movie Frozen. Um, he was also playing hide and seek with them. The father filmed them dancing and twirling around while singing to the movie, and before that hour was up, Charles murdered his two daughters. Oh my God, they are the cutest, yeah, adorable little, cutest uh-huh. little like mixed babies. Yep, right. Because the mom I couldn't was... find a good picture of him, and I barely found a picture of her. I found a picture of him. Yeah, but it's not like forward facing, is it? Oh, yeah, it's Kinda. when he's being escorted. Yeah. Um, approximately 30 minutes after receiving the girls, he murdered his two daughters. Oh, my God. Um, oh, no. He called, I'm sorry. He called the police to report a double homicide. I think it was minutes. at, like, 2.35 p.m. Oh, my God. Amelia. Was that before he killed them? No. Or after? No, like, it didn't even take the whole hour. Oh. Amelia had been waiting. Oh, before the hour was up. So 30 minutes? Yeah. He bathed them. Mm -hmm. Like cut right to the chase. And what's crazy, what's crazy, so Amelia was waiting next door. Like she did not leave. Oh. She was waiting next door for him to say goodbye. The girls ran out and showed them, the mother, their dresses. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said, come back inside, girls. We can show mommy something else in 10 minutes. And he was going to give them Easter bunny ears because it was Easter Sunday. After he killed them? Before. So Amelia was waiting at the house next door. And 
she stopped. She didn't hear the girls playing anymore. Mm-hmm. So when he called them back to the house after she showed he they showed mm-hmm. the mother their dresses. They went back in the house, and shortly after, Amelia didn't hear them giggling and laughing and playing anymore. Mm. So she went back to, she walked to Charles's house, noticed the screen door was locked, mm. started banging on the door. He, he said, um, he refused to let her inside, and he said, let me know when they get here. Mm. And she said, who, like, who are you talking about? And he said, you will know when they get here. Like, you'll know who they are once you see them. Um, Upon police arrival, Charles opened the door holding a towel. And he stated, quote, it's done. I've killed them. I've killed my kids. How did he kill them? He immediately confessed to suffocating them with a pillow. Jesus Christ. I was trying to see how far into Frozen Let It Go is. Oh. Like the time. Oh. It's 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 relatively early, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. We can yeah. we can experiment here in a minute. I couldn't find it quickly and I don't know, maybe I'm not searching like the right keywords, but Um Jesus Christ. In white dresses. Yep. Yeah. Maheo pled guilty to the killings, he, but he refused to offer a motive. Um, the prosecutors allege that he acted out of revenge. When he was arrested at the scene, he told police there was, quote, no good reason, end quote, for the killings. But they, quote, made sense at the time, quote, end quote. Jeez. And then he said something like, like, why'd you kill them? And he said, ask her, talking about oh, Amelia. That is just straight up abominable. Um, so it starts around, so I looked it up. Let it go starts around the 31, 31 minutes, eight second mark. Hmm. Yeah. That's just, thank you for ruining Let It Go for me. I knew that that was, that was the part. And the fact that the girls are so close and they look alike and they dress alike. They're not that, my girls are not that close, but still. Ugh. No, not in age. They're not in age, but yeah. Um, and they love Frozen, like. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for ruining my night. A note was found on Charles's phone that had been last edited the day prior Uh the note read quote do you really believe i would give you my flesh and blood just like that you don't get to decide that for me end quote during court proceedings maheo stated that he never planned on killing his daughters Uh, but but the note um yeah wait did i here we go. It, uh, according to a court transcript, Charles stated, quote, it just happened right there and then. I was g- just going to say goodbye to the girls until that particular moment when it happened, end quote. Which just contradicts what he said about, do you really think I was going to give you my flesh and blood? Right. So, like, he was never going to just give up the rights to his children. And you just, like, oh, my God, my kids are loving Frozen, twirling around their pretty dresses, singing, let it go, so let me just Also, suffocate. Charles grew up without his child. I mean, with, without his father. Oh, uh. So he did not want his girls, like, when... Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted full custody? Correct. So, like, when um, they were disagreeing on mm-hmm. family... Planning. Not yes. planning. Family... Arrangements. Arrangements, situation, living arrangements. That's, like, yeah. he did not want the girls to wonder where the hell my dad is. But, but like, but if like, you're splitting, like, you can't both get them 100% of the time. No. That's, no. Yeah. But just so let's kill them? Yeah. Well, we're seeing a pattern in all these cases. So four days before killing his daughter, he Mm -hmm. Googled, quote, how can I kill my ex-wife, end quote. Jesus Christ. So, like, any, I guess the greater, like, 
the greater win, which sounds terrible because it's not a win, mm-hmm. but in his eyes it is instead of killing her. I mean, the same oh, now thing with John to, Pataglia. Yeah. yeah, now she has to live the rest of her life without her kids. Correct. Like, I feel like Amy Abair was a little different because, like, I truly believe she wanted to kill herself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, she can have more kids, but you're never going to you replace, replace yeah. those, you know. So, on November 5th, 2014, he was convicted of murder in relation to both deaths. And on December 18th of 2014, he was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 31 years. That was quick. Yeah, he confessed. Because in April of that same year. He never fought it. He never, like, oh, yeah, so I don't even just... know that there was, like, a true, like, trial. Like, he, I mean, oh. there was court proceedings, but I don't know that there was a juror. Like, he pled guilty. mm, 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 mm. He didn't deny anything. Yeah. Um, to this day, so Charles— So can he get out? No. Can he? Like— A minimum he, term of 31 years. Oh, okay. But, like, he has the option. So, I, so that's how both of them, like— Yeah. So they—for um, Kamari Baker, it said that a minimum tariff of 33 years. This is minimum of 31 years, mm-hmm. um, which I would— assume is equivalent to parole, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but to this day, Charles Mejio has shown no signs of regret, remorse, or sorrow. Um, oh, my God. He also has never explained why he chose to take his daughter's lives. That's insane to me. Yeah. Like, just cold fate. Like, Kamari Baker had no... Reaction? She was, like, like you said, disassociated. Mm-hmm. But from- has she shown remorse? I don't know. Mm. Um, but Charles is just like, yeah. I will tell you, when it comes time, if he makes it that far, for him to get parole, if you do not take responsibility for what you did, you are not going to get parole. He's never denied responsibility. He, he. Well, I mean, like, show, I mean, like, yeah. show remorse, like, like, I feel bad. Like, okay, so. Oh, God, what was his name? Kenneth Vickers. Yeah. The case that we covered in... Mm-hmm. Um, Evangeline. Yes. Um, at his... Uh, uh, parole uh, hearing? Parole hearing. He ultimately got denied. But he kept saying that he didn't remember. He didn't know why he did it. Oh, right. All this other stuff. No and, accountability. Yeah. And one of the people on the board said, keep doing... keep." Doing your work that you're doing, you know, in your groups and all that. But he's like, until but until you fully take responsibility. And he's like, because you're blaming the alcohol. You're blaming that you were drunk. You were, you're blaming external factors. Yeah. But I don't care if you were drunk, high, whatever. You did this and you need to take responsibility it. for mm-hmm. Exactly. And so he said, until you do that, sir, I don't see you getting out. And he said that to him. Yeah. So... Yeah, so you know, Charles that- is wholeheartedly owning what he did. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he called the he called the police on himself. Mm-hmm. And then once, well, see, but well, Kenneth Vickers, he he's he's like he's not he's not denying what he did, but he's, he's just like blaming, blaming it yeah. on alcohol and you know, but he's not giving a motive. Mm-hmm. Which his attorneys were saying, you know, he was instructed not to, da-da-da-da-da. But, like, he's kind of just like, it just fucking happened. Jesus Christ. You know, like, and then, so once he called the police, mm-hmm. and Amelia didn't hear the girls play anymore, and he wouldn't let her in, she called the police. Mm-hmm. So, like, the police were called twice, but, like, they were already on the way. Mm-hmm. But, like, once they got there, he's like, yo, I fucking did this. Here Jesus I am. Christ. Like, he didn't fucking resist nothing. That's crazy. That's psychopathic. Yes. I hope he never gets out. Yeah. How old was he? I want to say 36, maybe. Mm. Something like that. Those poor babies. I know. They were so so cute. And like almost every picture, they're dressed alike. Yeah, they are. They do look. Yeah, one just a little taller than the other. Yeah. They look almost identical. Yeah. So here we are. 
Jesus. That was rough. 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 I'm going to go drink the next bottle of wine out of the bottle. Let's do it. Fuck. <laughs> So, this was what, part two? Yep. Um, how long are you going to do this? Because I need a break. Like, this is bad. I think I have one more. You have one more? One, one more, more two-case. Two also, <sighs> all girls. What the fuck? I know. Why are you attacking me like this? One was in Canada, and one was in Wisconsin. I was trying to get them all into this one episode. It just was Wisconsin. Yeah. Hmm. We've done Canada before, right? You did Canada. Uh, what was her name? Taylor. It was a Halloween. Yep. Taylor Vondies. Vondies. Yep. Vondies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like saying uh, RCMP, Rene- uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Yeah. So, how do you feel about all of that? I don't know. I feel like they were both just. I don't understand. Yeah. How do you kill your fucking kids? Fill aside. And it's like, once I look up one filicide case, they're like, see these 18 more cases that are related to filicide. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, I found like six in the beginning when I started this Mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. And today I found more. And I'm like, what? Yeah, there's a lot. What's it called when you kill your patricide? Paris. Parasite? Patricide? It's not patricide. I think it's It's parasite. Parasite. Which Ooh. was Bill Butterfield. Yes. We should do a Parasite series. You should do a Parasite series. I mean, if everybody likes this, I, I'm about it. I don't know. Let us know if y'all like this. this the killing, yeah, like, Parasite. The killing of a parent or other yeah. near relatives. Mm, yeah. Also, um, I'm not going to, like, give it away, but let us know if you guys would be into, like, Amanda and I kind of splitting an episode. Like, we have, like, a topic, Right. Like a true crime topic. There's not enough Adderall in the world. (laughs) Could you imagine? For what? Us splitting a single episode. No, 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 no. I don't mean splitting a single episode. So, like, we'll pick a topic, and we each find a case that fits into that. Like, what I talked to you about on the phone about earlier, but I don't want to. Oh, I thought that was one. I thought that was going to be one episode. No, it is. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, we'll do one episode, but we each have a different case that we okay. research. Yeah. So let us know if y'all would like I like in. my even numbers. <laughs> oh, no, Amanda doesn't want me taking her even numbers. So how type A of you? You should relate. I do. Fuck you. I'm not, like, I'm not that crazy, though. Anyway, but yeah, let us know if you'd be into us. Give kinda. us feedback on yeah. any types of cases. Right. We love feedback. Yes. Um, Leave Unless us it's some negative, positive then reviews. you go fuck yourself. Yeah, leave us some positive reviews. We haven't got let us know, let me know what you think about this theme right. that I have going because I do want to once I'm done the whole divorce deadly divorce series, I do want to find uh, maybe I think you should do parasite. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, find another series mm-hmm. theme. To yeah. go along with maybe not three episodes, maybe right. me and you can do mm-hmm. one of each or whatever. Right. But uh, Bill Butterfield was it was so good. Insane. That's it was one nuts. of my, that's one of my favorite episodes. I wish we would have recorded Bill Butterfield like we are now, just like cussing, like yeah. truly ourselves. Because um, I do would love to re-record or re-edit. Yeah, Can you add that, some of our old that add-on to them? Maybe. Add what? The thing, the add-on. Oh, yeah, the little... Um, Would that improve the... Cause, it oh might. My God. The other day, somebody asked me, was like, what's your favorite episode you've done? And I'm like, well, um, I really like Zach and Addie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Michelle O'Connell because mm-hmm. the ballistics and the... Right. The twists and turns of that one. Mm-hmm. Um. But well, then I went back and listened to Michelle O'Connell and was like, this fucking audio sucks. <laughs> God damn, it's tragic. It's tragic. <laughs> Trash threw the whole episode away. Yeah, so um, another probably of my favorites that I've done, obviously Taylor Williams holds a mm-hmm. special place in my heart, which was my very first episode. I am hoping, fingers crossed, that we can do an update on that. 
Yeah. One day. Um, also, Jennifer Kessie. Yes. Not, I mean, not that it's one of my favorites, but I'm hoping we can do an update because I do get Google alerts on her, and they are trying mm-hmm. to pick up traction in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Kessie is not a quitter at all. Oh, no. Let me um, see. I don't know. Let me look at one that Linda Curry was, was, that was intriguing the way, um, I guess, her cause of death. I don't think I will ever listen to our Derek Tully episode again because that was our first episode, and I feel like it was a train wreck. I did see. And I did enjoy my um, wrongful conviction, so. Bill Butterfield was one of my favorites that I've done. Um, Eliza, though, too, was good, man. Is Gierdo? Mm-hmm. I mean, and the thing is, oh, Shane we Kaufman. don't just pick a case. Like, I have to truly be drawn into a case to actually want to cover it. Right. So. Let's see. Ooh, the Roden Family Massacre. That is going to have some updates. Um, yeah. The... Um, Wagners that committed the murders are going to um, trial like soon. soon. So I'll just gonna I'm just gonna try to wait until all that yeah, is finished. Yeah, you get everything, and then I might go back and like listen to our episode and kind of or look at my script and kind of see where I cut it off. Yeah. Um, and then update that. Um. Oh God, Tiger King recap. Also, Brittany Tiger, I need to look into that because yeah. I don't know. Because we did the update and the, um, that Bodie guy was arrested. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anything that ever happened with that. I actually liked the Keddy Cabin murders, but that was the one that sounded... That is our worst audio. Is that the one we did? All- and separately during COVID because yeah. you were in quarantine. And it sounds like we're in a tin can. It's horrible. My one of my favorite reviews is that it sounds like one girl's in a closet. Oops. It sounds like one girl's in a closet and the other girl's in the hallway. I'm like, well, we were in a closet. That was fucking horrible. Yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna wrap up here. Um, yeah. Those were the cases of part two. <laughs> Amanda had to cut me off. Of when divorce turns deadly. Yep. Um, you know what to do before we sign off. Holla at you, girls. Um, leave us reviews, yes. comments. Questions, no gripes, bitches, or concerns. Welcome. <laughs> no gripes, bitches, or concerns. So we'll Assholes see Assholes need not apply. Yes. Do not pass. Do not pass it? go. Do not collect yeah, $200. Okay. So, go directly to jail. Okay, well, we'll see y'all next time. Um, my next episode is going to be real interesting because, you know, I like the really interesting High profile. Ones. Anyway. Bye. Bye.